Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. One of the things they don't tell you when you become a trader is actually how to become a profitable trader. And the irony is that is that when you think you have achieved a certain method, you know, after many years of experience of finally making your um, trading, uh, I would say, somehow successful or having more winners than losers or having more losers but the winners are big enough is actually how to sustain your growth and maintain your growth as a profitable trader. So when I tell people and uh, it's hard to become a profitable trader, nobody tells you how to do it. They always think that I refer to the initial part, but I actually refer to the part that it comes after many years of trading and experience. And that's, you know, how do you actually maintain that growth? And and, and, that's, and that's a challenge in itself. So, you know, when you lose money, it's, it's, it's not a pleasant situation. For some, it's depressing. For some, it's sad. For some, it's just frustrating. But it's never a, a, a good situation. But nevertheless, when you when you when you lose money, you have to think about how to stop doing it, which is a preventative way of trading. Right? It's, it's how to do the, for lack of a better word, you know, the anti-trading that you're doing at that moment in time in order to turn things around. And and clearly, that's a challenge in itself. That's the initial challenge of trading that comes after, for some of could come naturally, depending on their skill set. And for some, it might take many, many years, again, depending on your experience, what you did before, what kind of asset classes you traded before, and, and, and so forth. So, you know, again, you know, in the futures business, where it's the leverage business, again, it depends on a number of things. And, and I always say that leverage trading is very different than, than, than cash trading. But assuming you achieve the level of, you know, being somehow successful, that's also a, cha- a challenge in itself. And I will explain to you exactly what I mean. So basically, one of the first challenges is, is holding on to the equity that you maintained. So I mean, that you achieved and, and accumulated. So Let's assume you have you started with X. Now you have, let's assume, you know, 
x plus 50% of the x. So now you're at a gain of 50% on your account. And again, I'm not talking about any time period, right? I'm not talking about a month, a year, just purely a hypothetical example. So the question is, you know, is basically it's becoming, you know, how do you maintain? And it's becoming then at that point a little bit overwhelming, um, you know, emotionally to to know that you have to hold on to it and, and grow that from there because you're just as good as your last trade. That's the reality. So regardless of your growth now, you have to continue growing the account and you'll go back and forth. And And if you've listened to my podcast, you know, before I told you the traders most of the time, they are, they are actually in the drawdown situation and then they reach new highs and then they go through a drawdown. But nevertheless, they have to sustain the growth of their account and go higher and higher. And it's overwhelming and it's challenging and it requires um, a thought process of how to do that. One of the challenges really staying also emotionally cool. And let me tell you this, and some of you traders can really attest to that. The worst mistakes that you'll do often come after your best trades. And the challenge as, as many of you know, is really staying emotionally cool. Meaning that the market at times, if, if, even if you don't do things right, might give you money. And what it does is basically it builds your, you know, us as men, you know, the testosterone levels and confidence, right? It doesn't, it doesn't make us think, hmm, you know, was the market too good to me today? You know, it was... Was it me or was it the market? Men, it's the it's a one-way street. Of course it was me. I'm the guy who did it. Um, after many years of trading, you, you really don't think that way. But that's a, a different episode and a different chapter. So, again, maintaining an emotional cool is very important. Because, as you know, one of the worst mistakes that traders do is actually after good gains and, and growth. So sticking to your method um, is, is really the hard part because when you make money, one of the things that happens, uh, you know, as a side effect is, is because of this growth that you have as a trader. I mean, as um, not growth, that's not the word I'm looking for. Maybe that, you know, that confidence, right? So the confidence that you have as a trader, you all of a sudden start doing other things. So you're saying, okay, I'm good at what I do. Let me increase the leverage, Right. That's that's one thing that, that happens. And then you start also experimenting with other methods. You're like, well, you know, I achieved this method. Now I can build a different method or an additional method or I'll add things on my method or I'll, I'll reduce things with my method and I'll add this um, leverage. And then you start moving from being a trader to an artist. And nothing wrong with artists, by the way. Artists can also be great traders, but... I'm just using it as an example, you know, in terms of, you know, people are becoming creative, right? They're becoming creative with their method. And that in itself, you know, at times puts you back. So a lot of traders experience some sort of a growth at times, but it all is taken back again because of their inability to maintain themselves emotionally, uh, changing their method, changing their leverage and everything else. Now, I'm going to tell you this, you know, I always talk about those things 
in very general terms. Of course, it doesn't happen to everyone, but it would. But after doing this so many years, in my opinion, it it, it would happen to, to the majority of people, um, especially if their growth of their account came really really fast. So this is the things that you have to kind of pay attention to emotionally when you go through as a trader. If things are going your way, you have to continue putting the same level of effort that you've done before and continue trading the markets and not becoming more creative with new methods and staying emotionally cool. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Um, a lot of traders clearly, you know, stop trading after they have bad days. And it's understandable. You know, I don't I don't blame them. I can't tell somebody who lost money continue trading um, because it's just sometimes it's emotionally draining. So it's important to walk away, take a deep breath, rethink what you did. But the same thing happens at times, you know, on, on the other side of the spectrum when you have you, you've been very, very profitable. It's also overwhelming. Now, clearly, most people say, well, why would I quit if I'm making money? You shouldn't quit if you're making money. You should quit if you're making money, but you feel that you're all of a sudden starting to have some sort of a thought, you know, of, of adding an, another element of risk or changing your method or feeling that you're not emotionally in control and you're getting too excited and you have adrenaline running and you have super confidence and basically you do things um, on an emotional gut feel, that's when you have to stop yourself. So that's also your growth as a trader. And again, you know, all those things that I'm sharing with you, I really wish somebody told me when I got into the business of trading. One, it could help me personally. And second, it would help my customers so I could also share this emotional experience with them. Um, there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, honestly, in terms of our having an, um, emotions attached to trading. But if we're conscious of what we do, then we can take the necessary steps in order um, to control ourselves in, in, in that matter and at least being conscious and saying, hey, listen, if it happens to you, just, you know, be on the alert for that type of a behavior, right? So that's what I want to do here. I just want you to be on alert just in case the market plays in your favor and, and um, you know, and, and you have gains. Just please make sure that you also control, you know, what you're doing um, afterwards, after the market, how you think about it, how you think about it the next day, are you trading the same size, um, are you taking a deep breath once in a while when the market is there, or just you have a lot of anxiety. Um, you know, making a lot of money, it, it, it could be nerve-wracking as well. It's, you know, this is what we all want to achieve out of the markets, right? Clearly. But it's also an overwhelming feeling. So having said that, just to tell you, uh, you know, there's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading and past performance is not indicative of, of any results. Um, and just as much as I talk here about profits is also, you know, a lot of wishful thinking that I hope you will gain, um, you will become good traders and start um, getting those um, habits that would help you get there. 
that's basically it. You know, I um, just have all the um, intentions in the world to uh, help you. Um, me and my team at Optimus Futures, we work really hard to gain your trust. We would love to earn your business. You can go to www.optimusfutures.com or you can give us a call here at 1-800-771-6748. If you're in North America, if you're outside of North America, it's 561-367-8686. If you feel that you have any questions about accounts or trading or anything like that, uh, you can send us an email at support at optimistfutures.com. You can address it to me at Matt. Um, you know, and just reference the podcast and uh, tell me that you listen to it and, uh, you know, I'll attend to your needs. I work every day as a broker to help out our customers. That's basically it. I wish you a good day and a good week. And again, final reminder that there's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading and past performance is not indicative of future results. Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, all under the username Optimus Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimusFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll-free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again... Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.